The following is a podcast brought to you by East Cocalico Church at Four Bunker Hill Road in beautiful Stevens, Pennsylvania, and is affiliated with the Church of the Brethren, dedicated to continuing the work of Jesus peaceably, simply, together. The love of Jesus filling every heart. Welcome to the Walk in Jesus podcast where we discuss practical, actionable steps for walking with Jesus in a Christian life without confusion, hassle, or stress. I'm your host, Brett Swales, so let's get moving. Did Jesus lie? Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. You know, the people during the time that Jesus spoke were primarily those of an agricultural civilization. They were farmers. They were sheep herders. It would do well to consider the geographics of that now ancient land so as to understand the livelihoods and the mindsets of those people, those everyday inhabitants of the first century. The people were primarily of the land, we said, especially as compared with us of our own 21st century industrialized society. The interpretation of Jesus' words in Matthew chapter 7, made the crowd understand that it was they who were poor in spirit, and it made the crowd realize that they needed a Messiah as recompense for their sins. The crowd looked for deliverance from their sins, and they were awaiting the emergence of He who would deliver them from Roman oppression. They were at long last certainly not seeking after their own material or financial prosperity. Back before Matthew 7, verse 7, our own passage, we find in Matthew chapter 6 that Jesus speaks of the need to give to the needy, continuing with how to pray the Our Father. And then to chapter 6, verse 19, which deals with prosperity. Specifically, it is here that Jesus tells them, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. How apropos. As a segue to what follows, try to bear with me. I'm going to talk about really reading the Bible for all it's worth. So hear this quote from acclaimed author Michael J. Gorman when he writes, The notion of two separate horizons of biblical analysis is built on the theory of interpretation that claims that we cannot truly read, interpret, or even understand a biblical text until we get down and wrestle with it or engage it 
until we somehow fuse the horizon of the Bible's place and time with our own in the present day. This constitutes what Gorman calls a living exegesis of the text, which he also calls the notion of the two horizons. Now, if you've been following along, I have already painted the horizon of Jesus, of his poor and ordinary first century listeners, at the Sermon on the Mount. I have attempted to portray the message that they heard on the spot from Jesus Christ in person. Next, I shall represent the relatively inaccurate views of the people of modern times. Here specifically, I must single out what has become contemporaneously known as the prosperity gospel. It is this theological theory that was put forth most popularly by televangelist Oral Roberts and then by his one-time pilot and now the wealthiest of the name-it-and-claim-it evangelical movement, Kenneth Copeland. Not only him, I'm talking about his other contestants in their battle to the death for competition in television market share. Creflo Dollar, Paula White, T.D. Jakes, Benny Hinn, and more. Now, don't let anyone fool you here. All of the names that I just mentioned are master teachers of the Bible. All are great speakers. All are phenomenal on-air hosts. But together, I believe that they own or control the operations of approximately $100 million worth of at least 15 corporate jets, with Kenneth Copeland also possessing his very own airport in his name. This does not consider all the other real estate and more liquid assets held by this collection of preachers and faith healers. Together, this group tells the poorest and most ill-educated of Christian society repeatedly over the airwaves that Matthew 7, verses 7 and 8 proves that Jesus wants to openly prosper his people for his glory. They say, further on, that the Bible guarantees that if they properly and correctly decipher kingdom keys, and that's a term from Reverend Copeland, kingdom keys, that God wants his people to visibly prosper. Now that comes from Kenneth and Gloria Copeland's devotional, February 13th, 2022. So I'm not making this up. In the meantime, the crowd that existed in Christ's time surely must have had it all wrong when they believed that Christ's kingdom was not of this earth. Jesus was really trying to bring about the riches of kingdom living. This meant to demonstrate to Rome Christian prosperity. After all, it is this very prosperity that is what they represent to their modern audiences. It is my belief that the evangelists who are exponents of such views 
and their existing activities are referred to in a warning by Jesus himself, as in Matthew 7, verses 15 to 23, which concludes with, Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. Now, in the old movie, Hannah and Her Sisters, written by Woody Allen, Frederick, the character played by actor Max von Sydow, says, It's been ages since I sat in front of the TV, just changing channels to find something. You see the whole culture. Nazis, deodorant salesmen, wrestlers, beauty contests, a talk show. Can you imagine the level of a mind that washes wrestling, huh? But the worst are the fundamentalist preachers. Third-grade con men telling the poor suckers that watch them that they speak with Jesus and to please send in money. Money, money, money. If Jesus came back and saw what's going on in his name, he'd never stop throwing up. In conclusion, you know, when I first heard that last line, I laughed out loud for a long time. However, after watching those preachers wrench out their diabolical distortions in the name of Jesus Christ today, I just want to weep. It would be far easier to lie outright to the poor and downtrodden in our very own congregations. It would be far easier to claim that they too can be slovenly rich if they just double down on their giving and start believing that God has a plan to make them all wealthy. It is far easier to promise all these things, provided the poor continuously ask, repeatedly seek, and keep on knocking with faith. But I cannot do it, because it just ain't the gospel. I cannot do it because I don't believe it's right, morally. And I cannot do it because Jesus never said it, any of it. Jesus never lied to any of us. It is the very lie that has been debited to the accounts of those malignant money grubbers of our present age. So may God help them and have mercy upon them all. In the name of the risen Christ, Amen. This podcast was brought to you by East Cocalico Church and is affiliated with the Church of the Brethren, dedicated to continuing the work of Jesus, peacefully, simply, together. Christian education is Sundays at 9.30 a.m. with worship services at 10.30 a.m. Phone us at 1717-336-7616 where the love of Jesus is filling every heart. Good day.